Hey everyone, we want to welcome all of our listeners to our podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, take five seconds, go to your phone and give this podcast a five-star rating. It really does go a long way. My name is Rob and I brought a few of my friends. I'm Rinaldi. Elise. And I'm Fergie. And you're listening to the Marvelous Friends podcast. We have a friend calling in later today to share their thoughts on this episode uh, as we are talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episodes three and four. Uh, Some very strong feelings towards some of these things that take place in these episodes. And uh, she'll share them with us and share them with you all. And, um, you know, this is a great place to kind of just talk about what you are really feeling and not have to just copy and paste what everybody else is talking about. If you have an (laughs) honest opinion, you can come on the show and share that honest opinion. And uh, I feel like in our previous episodes that we've done, um, we've had some very spirited conversations about fictional characters. It's, it's, it's a (laughs) lot of fun. Um, So uh, again, uh, we, we are watching the Falcon and the winter soldier and uh, we're doing, uh, we're reviewing episode three and four let's let's open it up uh i have no order there's no structure really in in the direction we'll go um but i guess we can start by talking about what did you think of episode three and four let's start there and and see where see where we go where the conversation goes uh so i thought episode three was a bit frustrating um because it felt like they were just artificially building tension and it wasn't um, things that characters were doing. It felt mm-hmm. like didn't really have any meaning or, or purpose. And episodes, uh, episode three, um, and it felt like it was just to build tension um, instead of like, like, you know, sometimes not everything has to happen in, in an episode. Sometimes, you know, there's character development and building things up, but this felt like they were just holding back on something. Um, then episode four, that was that was very good. Um, I wouldn't say it was great. I still had some issues with episode four. We'll get to it. But I thought it was pretty good. You know, I thought it was, it, I thought it was good. Okay. Yeah, I think things were moving. Things were progressing. Things were happening. Yeah. People were actually like, making decisions that had some some consequence yeah i think i'm gonna have to agree with rinaldi um episode three i knew it was gonna be just slower Mm -hmm. um and i mean rob and i we watched this twice and i fell asleep both times (laughs) i had to watch it in like the broad daylight in order to not fall asleep though it can be the most amazing movie ever. <laughs> still fall asleep at that same spot if she would have watched that movie again. To um, my defense, though, we watched the episode episode three as soon as it dropped. So it was three in the morning when we watched it. Oh, wow. Oh, that's true. Wow. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's so true. to my defense. But yeah. it was, still wasn't a good episode. No, Did not like it. Uh, um, episode four was significantly better, but I'm still not really sold on this show. Okay. Okay. Because I think right. by episode four in WandaVision, I was bought in. Uh, yeah, basically what you guys were saying, pacing, I, I didn't, I don't like that. I don't like this up and down, up and down mm-hmm. thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, three was a okay episode, but bounds better by episode four. I thought that, 
I thought that after the second one, they would kind of, you know, keep it going, keep the momentum going because again, there's there's only six episodes mm-hmm. with this and not nine like we got with Wandavision. So, um, so yeah, a little bit upset with the pacing. Um, but yeah, no, episode four was where it was at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about. We're definitely gonna talk about episode four. I think we're gonna fly through episode three. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't like episode three. Um, you know, to your point, Rinaldi, you said nothing really needs to happen in an episode. I agree and disagree with that. Um, only because if this is a week to week thing, um, something's got to happen, you know, and it's not yeah. that it has to be like this big explosive thing. I just felt like this episode was set. It was, was setting up a couple of things for the next episode. Mm hmm. But the episode in and of itself was not interesting enough. By ep- this is episode three. Um, yeah. To Fergie's point, we were in WandaVision by episode three. Mm-hmm. By episode two. Um, I mean, by episode one, really, if I <laughs> being really honest. Um, so I don't know. I feel like, you know, the storytelling of this is a little drawn out. And I really think that most of. Most of everything that's meant to be picked up is going to pick up in episode six. Um, yeah. I don't even think episode End of episode five, five I think. Exactly. It's going to start yeah. at the end of episode yeah. five and really pick up in six. Um, yeah. I So, yeah, that's I didn't like. Weird, man. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't like um, episode three. Mm-hmm. I liked episode four better. I'll say this. I was not shocked with the direction uh, that that episode was going. No. Only because if. Look, pick up a comic book. Um, <laughs> everybody, I, I remember Even being... without the comic book, I didn't read U.S. Agent or mm-hmm. Captain John Walker, Captain America comics, and I could kind of see where this was going. Right. So I remember uh, talking to someone on Instagram last week, and they were talking about, I love this new Captain America. I love this new Captain America. I'm like, you're clearly an MCU fan and not a Marvel fan. I didn't say this. But that's what I thought. I don't know, bro. Because there's a lot of people that love Marvel Comics. Like, they grew up with Marvel Comics. Yeah. And they liked U.S. Agent or John Walker. Hmm. Well, okay. So but, they're excited that th- it's coming to life. Right. The- but let me finish. So oh, okay. I corrected the person and said that this is not, quote unquote, Captain America, but this is U.S. Agent. And the person was like, no, this is Captain America. Wow. But in the comics, he was a Captain America. Yeah, he took the and mantle. Then, and but then, we know him as the character U.S. Agent. That's kind of my point. Yeah, but so what I'm saying is historically, a lot of fans are still ticked off about that because what happened is is that when Steve Rogers decided to be come out of retirement uh-huh. in the comics, he took that mantle back, and a uh-huh. lot of Marvel Comics fans were pissed off because they liked John Walker really? as the new. Yeah, like, and these are Marvel Comics fans. I'm not talking about people that watch like the movies, wow. like the MCU. Yeah, 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 yeah. These are old school comic fans. They yeah. liked. U.S. agent or John Walker mm-hmm. because he was a more com- complicated, well, at least in the comics, they said he was complicated. Sure. Whereas Steve Rogers is like straight-laced, reliable type of dude. Right. The person I, I remember talking to, though, isn't necessarily... I they, don't, they didn't come off to me like a Marvel comic. Okay. They did not. They came off to me like they loved the MCU. Gotcha. Yeah. So he was the MCU guy. Yeah, gotcha, I, gotcha. I feel I, that's what that's the conversation that we had. Yeah, um, it was very it felt MCU heavy. 
I like John Walker as Captain America. Like I and I was like, no, he is US agent. He goes, no, this is Captain America. What are you talking about, US agent? And I'm like, I see. So that's even more interesting to yeah. me because now he's unaware of like if I assume they're gonna follow the comics, mm-hmm. and he's eventually going to take on that name. Yeah. Especially if what happened at the end of episode four becomes controversial, which I assume it will be. It, it should have been controversial by now. The, the internet's no, fast. No, not the internet, not the fans. I'm talking about within the show itself. Oh, within the With show. The got you, got you, got you, yeah, got you, got you. Obviously, okay. the internet's buzzing about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the characters, it's like, I assume they're going to be buzzing. Yeah. And he might decide to be US agent because the 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 optics, the, right. the, the symbolism is all over the place. Symbolism, yeah. 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 So um, I don't know. We'll see how people respond to that. Yeah, it's a very interesting um, thing. We'll continue this conversation towards the end of this episode because yeah. I think um, that is that really is where like people are hanging. It's it's either that or Zemo dancing. Like it's one or the other. <laughs> Everybody just getting hyped over like the Zemo cut. Um, oh you guys gosh. heard about that? The what? Zemo cut. What's the Zemo cut? So okay, you've seen on the internet like. Uh, reposting videos and gifs of ben, uh, Baron Zemo dancing, right? I was about to say Benzino. I almost said Benzino. <laughs> I said Benzino. Um, but Baron Zemo. Same. So Eminem dissed our man Sam Wilson and Baron Zemo. Oh, oh here we <laughs> go. <laughs> okay, well, okay, let's go back though. You yeah, guys remember, did you guys see those, no, those memes? No, I, I haven't. The, the dance where he's dancing. Where he's dancing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was... I think there was like a, a a meme or something where the actor yeah. who plays Baron Zemo he says that 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 scene was longer, and since he said that, everybody oh. was like, "Oh, we gotta see this longer <laughs> scene." And then what does Marvel do? They post it on YouTube, oh. the longer dance scene, and they loop it for an hour. Wait, and they called it the Zemo the Zemo cut. When was he Stupid. dancing in the in, show? In uh, in Madripoor in episode two. Oh, episode three at the club. Oh, episode three. Yeah, episode three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That happened so fast. I forgot about it. Yeah, Yeah. me too. I missed it the first time. Yeah, just him like doing that weird dad dance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But no, they were they were going crazy over that dance, and I'm like, wow. Um, That's funny. Cause see, like people were saying, see, it took you guys like five years to get the the Snyder cut. You know, it took us a week to get the Zemo cut. I'm like, yeah, but you guys like, seriously, come on, yo. I, I don't, I have my, I have my issues. I have my issues with Kevin Feige, but he's one of the most successful ad advertising. They're flexing for the brand. Yep, they're flexing for the brand. Like you slap Marvel on, you could be a hobo. With a cape. What's what you want to today, bro? I'm just making yeah, a. I'm just making a bigger way. point. Yeah, I'm trying to make a. I'm trying to make a big point. You must have had a very insightful conversation with the hobo at some point this week. I've seen hobos do ridiculous things. Okay. So and people yeah. don't take them seriously, but you slap a Marvel logo on that joint, people are gonna take it seriously. So instead of Lobo, we should get a hobo movie. Oh yeah, Lobo. might as well <laughs> slap a Marvel logo on it. People. Pay twenty dollars no. to see that, what? and fifteen dollars for popcorn. Before this episode started, <laughs> we were talking about uh, Christopher Nolan, and Rinaldi was saying that he could have hired a hobo for Tenet, <laughs> and yeah. it would have been the same movie because the, he didn't seem like he cared about the character. Rinaldi with the jokes. Seriously, I'm like, wait, what? and now he's coming back with the hobo thing. We should just like feature a hobo in in one of our episodes or something. 
I guess. I call in. Where are you finding these hobos? <laughs> I ride the subway in Boston. A lot of weird hobos on the subway in Boston. Do wow. weird things. I guess I'm sheltered. <laughs> yeah, man. And they and people don't take them seriously. Now, you know, I you know, I try to help. I some of them you can't approach them cuz they, they don't want help. But the ones that need help, I help them out with what I can. Yeah. But Either way, some people, they're just like, yeah, I don't take you seriously. But if you put them in a movie, slap a Marvel Maybe logo on it. That's how you can help them, Rinaldi. You just tell them, hey, that's Marvel's what, yeah. firing. Let them yeah. know where the casting call <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly. You know, Show up to the casting call. Bro, you'll make it. Right. No, you'll but make don't, it, man. he don't got the money to get there, so we got to help him out. We got to start the fund. That's true. There you to go. To get this hobo we gotta, out We got to get him a commuter Because the ticket. Marvel brand oh my gosh. is that powerful. Yeah. Get him a Marvel, Marvel. Get him a commuter rail ticket. Shoot, or people M- still M-Trap. defend Captain Marvel, man, to Don't. this day. Okay, well, <laughs> that's we how did powerful. Captain, we did our Captain. I'm just saying that's how powerful the. I hear that. The we loyalty. did our Captain Marvel review. So um, <laughs> let's just quickly talk about episode three. Uh, it sets up very little, um, and it, it it just slightly moves the story, but most of it takes place in Madripoor which is uh a very vibrant city vibrant in the sense of color um but it it is very much run um by a lot of criminal activity yep and there's two parts uh, i'm going to talk about it later in the easter eggs but there's two parts there's high town and then there's low town uh, and i think in episode 3 they go to low town i think yeah. right and that's when they meet shelby um meet sharon they- no. no, no, the Shelby. Oh, Shelby is yeah. the woman that yeah, runs yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't got to Sharon yet. They my meet fault, Shelby. My fault, my fault, my fault. Um, and so remind us again, um, Rinaldi, you might actually know this because your memory is just like sharp as a tack. <laughs> um, why are they going to Madripoor? They're looking, has, some, has to do with the super soldier serum, has to do with Hydra, right? Well, yeah, they're looking for the power broker. And so okay. Shelby mm. has communicated with the power broker. She works with them. Mm. So they figure, okay, if they can convince. Shelby, that they're clients that need the power broker services, she can put the man on the phone. They can kind of figure out, okay, this is, you know, they can, it can lead in their investigation. Okay. I hey, right. I didn't know if Shelby was like a big bat or something. So I'm like, why did she die in the like two seconds that they met her? But um, that clears it up. It's a comic book thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk yeah, about it later. It's, it's, I think it's more like the power broker so paranoid, he just kills, kills people to cover his tracks or yeah. her tracks. Who knows who that yeah, is? Mm. There's oh, yes. um, there's a, a, a rumors rumors yeah. of who the power broker is. Yeah, yeah. I do. We if not it's mention it now. Okay. Yeah. If it's yeah, they say go ahead. Yeah, the internet says it's Sharon or possibly Sharon. Possibly Sharon. If it's yeah. Sharon, I'm gonna be very disappointed so in this yeah. show. It's pretty <laughs> sad. It's pretty because because I I know for me. I could give it some grace if there was some more chemistry between Falcon and Winter Soldier. There's not enough chemistry Interesting. for me to cover that up, that mm-hmm. that whole Sharon Carter thing, if mm-hmm. it happens. It is not enough. Yeah. They're not they're not at the Iron Man and War Machine level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or or the Thor and Loki level, even yeah. though they're adversaries. When they're together, there's chemistry. Thor and Loki huh. Or 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 Iron Man War Machine Falcon Winter Soldier it's it's not there yet it's not there yet um so the other thing too that I think at least gets me thinking that it could be Sharon which if the internet's thinking it's Sharon it's not going to be Sharon yeah if we've I, I followed this <laughs> I want to hear your theory in a second but yeah. um if it were Sharon hmm. uh 
or rather, let me say it this way. What would lead me to believe it's Sharon is in this episode, she's kind of hiding out in Madripoor and she has connections, yada, yada. Towards the end of the episode, um, they meet, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Not Nigel. Nagel. Nagel. Dr. Nagel. Dr. Nagel. And um, they were trying to basically get information about uh, the super soldier serum and, and, and where is it and how much he's made, all that stuff. Um, after they leave that area, after that big fight, explosions, all that stuff, uh, Zemo, Winter Soldier, and Falcon, they all drive away and Sharon stays behind. She gets into a car and she talks to what I think is her chauffeur and she says, uh, we have a problem. Okay, that tells me that she's she's not a refugee. She's somehow very deeply connected with Madripoor. That's what that tells me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If she says that we have a problem and that they're coming in primarily to find the power broker or find out what's yeah. going on and it has to do with Madripoor, they must be doing something that is messing up her mission if she's saying we have a problem. Yeah. So I think, for one, it's very clear she's not a refugee. Like, yeah. she's yeah. not a fugitive. Not a fugitive. fugitive. Mm. Let me say that. She's not yeah. a fugitive. Um, uh, the other thing is, you know, if she is, I'll say this, if she is the power broker, I too, I'll be very, uh, very yeah, upset. Yeah, man. That's... I'll be just as upset with Iron Man 3. Like, you know, it's yeah. the same. I feel but like except, Marvel's doing except, these op- okey Robert around. Downey Jr. is way better than Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. So. Yeah, but like. For me. So. I'm if, talking about for me. I know I, you guys look, think I, the movie's. But, so, so but. regardless of that. <laughs> It's kind of like, all right, who's the power broker? Are we going to get this reveal? Oh, but I love these characters so much. And then when the reveal comes and the reveal is not rewarding, I don't care how much I love these characters and how, how their chemistry works. Mm-hmm. That if, if that's not rewarding for us, and it's, it's, it's just, a letdown is a letdown. Yeah, but I'm just explaining what I look for in movies. Yeah. I care about the main characters because I want them to succeed. Like... There's very few movies where I care about the villain. Typically, mm. they're more like horror movies. Because in those movies, the villain, if the villain wins, it's like kind of scary and like, whoa, he's killed all these people. I'm freaking out. But yeah, these types of movies or shows, I, I, I root for the, the good guys. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to root for the good guys. Yeah. Um, well, going back to what you were saying, Rob, I think you're right. I don't think the main... Um, the main characters have enough chemistry or we're not as drawn to them yep. as we should be. And so I think for that reason, the ending's going to be disappointed because we're going, what, this week we're going to be five episodes in? Yep. Yeah. That's kind of late for it's us to late. feel any sort of mm-hmm. pull towards these characters. Yeah. So the ending has to be pretty spectacular, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for me to, for any sort of redemption to come from this show. Well, no, I'm with you guys. I don't feel as strong about these main characters, so I know if it's Sharon, I'm going to be disappointed. So this time, you guys will be able to invite me to the party, <laughs> to the to the to the rainy parade party. The rainy you know, parade. Because some previous stories where we've talked about on this podcast, I wasn't there. I was on a different party. But this time, mm-hmm. if it's Sharon, I'm going to be with you guys in the misery. There you go. Because <laughs> Sharon as the power broker would be a bad idea. Bad, bad idea. Bad idea. I don't know how Elise feels about that, but me, I'm I'm not feeling comfortable with that. Wait, like the with Sharon, Sharon as the power broker. I mean, I don't feel any particular way about Sharon in general. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so you the main villain 
you don't care about. That's a good idea. I don't no, know. no, I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> that. Sharon good, in general, because yeah, Power Broker is the main villain. Well, no, uh, but what I'm saying is because I don't have any feeling for Sharon, her being revealed of, um, as Power Broker won't do anything for me. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anybody who uh, is. I don't know. A big Sharon Carter fan, like. <laughs> Uh, I you don't really hear even in this show, people are more hyped about Zemo, yeah, than than yes. anybody else. Zemo and John Walker, like those yeah. are your attention grabbers in this show. Mm, but unfortunately, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, we need some attention grabber. If yeah. I'm being honest, yeah, you like, kind of have to in this type of show. Like, so. well, what I'm saying is that it should be Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes. But like, I also think, exactly. like, just coming off of all the movies. Um, they also don't really shine in any of their other movies either. Like they don't have that personality or gravitas, I guess. Mm. Maybe, maybe Bucky, but still, I feel like for them to do an entire show about these two was kind of bold, bold choice. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I, I agree with some of that. Um, I actually think that um, Sebastian Stan's doing a really good job yeah. with Bucky. Yep. Actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's doing a good um, job. I can get behind that. And so, yeah. yeah so honestly, like if, so yeah, I, I think that's fine. E- if he had a solo thing, I think I'd still watch it, especially the the feels I got in episode four, like the first mm-hmm. five to ten minutes yep. mm-hmm. when when he was free, dog. I was I was like literally about to tear up. All of, <laughs> Aya was like, "You're free," and he just broke down crying. I was like, "Wow, that is some." Top tier, yeah. <laughs> excellent acting. Like it really, it really pulled my heart. I said, "You're free, Bucky." I'm talking. <laughs> I'm always talking to my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I was tearing up. Like, yo, you're free, bro. You're, you're free, bro. Like it was. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't know. But I think that it's. I think it's not fair either because it's like when you put the two of them together, Bucky just has the more weighty story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's just been through just way more stuff. Like, Sam has not experienced the same type of stuff. Like, the gravity of what he's gone through is just not the same. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I feel like that kind of, yeah. So, and that's why. They <laughs> tried, too, with the first episode to like kind of give us a peek into his life. But even with that, I'm like, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. What, what Bucky went through is, like, yeah. tra- I, traumatizing. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't compare. I think that adds to the drama with the whole shield thing because Sam feels like he, because of what you just said, it's like, I don't, why should I have this shield? I'm just a guy trying to do the right thing. Mm. I'm not special. Like, and then Bucky's like, well, maybe I should have the shield. I know Rob brought that up last episode. So, so that whole disparity, it kind of fuels the whole shield drama. Mm -hmm. They haven't really talked, they didn't really talk about it in episodes three and four though. Mm. Right. The whole shield, like who gets the shield or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's it for episode three. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's anything else that stood out in that episode except for the end. Yeah, the I was just end. about to say yeah. that. Um, um, Ayo showing up, right? Yeah. From Wakanda? Um, yep. Is it mm-hmm. Ayo or Ayo? I've been saying Ayo. Ayo. No, it's yeah, Ayo. my fault. It's I, keep, Ayo. I keep missing, oh, mispronouncing I just, I just it. Don't yeah. miss my fault. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. No, it's, it's, yeah. You don't it's want the Dora Milaje coming for you, Rinaldi. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Dora Milaje. <laughs> they have jurisdiction here <laughs> in Massachusetts. Yes, so. in our house. Yo. I got my beads the other day. So, episode three ends with Ayo. Mm hmm. 
basically uh, following uh, following Bucky and saying, we want Zemo. We're looking for Zemo. Yeah. And then we pick up in episode four, right where we left off. And, you know, we see that opening first, maybe, what, five, seven minutes yeah. where, you know, they do that little test run of the trigger words. And uh, she goes, you're free. And then we get into, you know, where we are in the timeline. And uh, basically saying, you know, uh, she told Bucky that we want him. You have what? Eight hours, 12 hours. How, how much time did she give him? Eight hours. Eight mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. You have eight so hours. I think it was in over. the morning. And then she shows up in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she shows up a little bit early, I think. Um, but I guess my question is for episode four, the story really lays into Zemo a little bit, mm-hmm. but really lays into John Walker. Yeah, yeah, I feel like Bucky and Sam took a back seat. Well, not, I mean, Sam did something in this episode, hmm. but it's we didn't really focus on his story. Well, so yeah, trying. I agree. So they're not in the forefront, but they, the Bucky and, and Sam, they're helping the story progress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, because they are the driving force of the story, whether or not it captures your attention. Because mm-hmm. they are the ones who are moving things around right now. Yeah. But the one, the person who's grabbing our attention in episode yes, four Zemo. is John Walker and Zemo. I, yeah. I going back just a little bit. I wanted to know what you guys thought about the whole prison escape thing with Zemo. Oh, uh, on epi- in episode three. Mm-hmm. It was cool. I mean, I've seen that in other movies done yeah. better, but yeah. it was cool. It was you know, it was solid. That's what he does. He just slips through. <laughs> I just didn't expect them to do it so quick yeah. in the first yeah. three minutes of yeah. the episode. Yeah, I was disappointed oh, I that yeah. it was one, quick, and two, not from Zemo's point of view. Um, I don't know. I like the actor. I think he's doing a good job playing mm-hmm. Zemo. Oh, yeah, definitely. I just, you know, I just, I just think about, you know, all the observations i'll use the word observations i don't use the word criticism because somebody in this podcast might get upset but there were some observations about zemo not having a lot of impact in civil war or maybe feeling like he could have had more impact oh dude and then this (laughs) episode three with the escape it's so quick it's like yeah so it's like man this was an opportunity because now he's in a show with less characters you know there's no thor there's no iron man so there's more space for him to kind of do more impactful things and he's not doing more like he's still doing good things but i was expecting more from zemo yeah oh so that's what you think like you you wish he was like bigger badder not badder just more impactful because he's very intelligent he's very clever Mm -hmm. so someone with that amount of he's almost he's basically loki but like (laughs) less um, charm (laughs) yeah less charm more mature more has, probably has a more broad perspective. I think Loki has some immaturity mm-hmm. because you kind of understand where he's coming from, where Zemo's coming from. Like, if you put power in the hands of too much people, it could lead to chaos. That's kind of his argument. I just wish he he did more impactful things. And maybe I just have like too high expectations for him. But so he's wait. still doing a good job, though. So wait, who are you just sneak dissing on the podcast just now? <laughs> I know who he was. Cause I know who he, what he was saying. He's being mad shady. He wasn't going to pick Speak up your on mind, Okay, bro. so Speak no, because I don't. Shady, but I don't, because okay. I don't want to put words in Elisa's mouth. Because when she brought this up. <laughs> I already picked it up, dog. Like, yeah, <laughs> but because last time I used the word criticism, you got mad because you felt like I was saying 
you felt like I was saying that you were saying Zemo is bad. So that's why I said observation, because I don't want you to, I don't want to characterize <laughs> you as Criticism is a, not like a bad word. Okay. It's, <laughs> I, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. No, because I just remember the argument from the other episode where I was like, you know, we're here for why are you fighting. being so hard on Zemo? And you're like, I'm not being hard on Zemo. I just feel like in in Civil War, he 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 could have had more impact and he didn't. And I feel like the conflict would have happened either way. So mm-hmm. we had that discussion. So then I'm like, okay, well, maybe in Falcon Winter Soldier, because there's episodes, it's not a movie, there's more screen time for him to like have that oomph. Because I took from what you were saying, like, okay, maybe he doesn't have oomph for you. Maybe in the TV show with more episodes, he have oomph. <laughs> And I didn't feel any oomph from him. <laughs> I just did it. Like, Sponsored like, by oomph. He just kind of, I don't know. He's, he's like. oomph a product? We yeah, got to look this up. Yeah, let's sponsor it out. We'll just I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about Zemo. I don't want to. I, I no, feel like I, I'm a Zemo fanboy. He's boy, doing so. the same thing that I feel like he did in Civil War. Yeah, just, just, kind of like, just six episodes long, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's kind of frustrating it because it's... at least with Civil War, you had the excuse of, well, okay, look. there's so many characters, we don't have time for Zemo. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. you don't really have this excuse well, yet. Yeah. Okay, here's the, here's, the, here's the thing. I think the expectation is for a character like Zemo to be to be not, like oh, very overt. You see everything he's doing. That's the expectation. Yeah. But what we're getting is somebody operating very covertly. He does not like spell out his plan. He's not that villain that like captures the hero, kidnaps the hero's love interest, and like mm-hmm. gives out his whole like evil plan at the end. He doesn't do all that. Yeah. That's not what Zemo does. Zemo is very covert. He did that in Civil War. He's doing that now. Yeah. To go away from these episodes to think, okay, you're not up to something is not understanding this character, Zemo. I think he's definitely up to something. Mm-hmm. I think if we're four episodes in and it's not revealed yet, I'm okay with that. Yeah, Because I think that kind of thing is meant to be revealed in episode six. Yeah, I just feel like it's pro- that reveal is going to make people feel like, well... This whole conflict could have happened without him. Like it's probably gonna that's that argument's probably gonna play out again. Well, interesting. I don't think I don't think for Zemo it's a matter of conflict at this point. He obviously has a selfish mission yeah. in mind yeah. that will benefit him. He doesn't care what's gonna happen with these other guys as long as the super soldier serum is destroyed, destroyed yeah. and no more super soldiers. That's yeah. his only mission. I've been recording. Oh, yeah. no. By the way, I just wanted to... Wait. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. You're I've okay. Been, no, no, you're good. Don't <laughs> even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. You're good. You're fine. I just wanted to chime in. Oh, these people can't see me, so... Can't do it like this. I can't can draw a picture about how they think I look like. Yeah, no, you'll be all right. Only we, only us. Um, but I just wanted to follow up on something. So uh, we mentioned oomph. So, <laughs> Oomph Furniture from Greenwich, uh, Connecticut. Oh. Uh, Oomph Salon in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh, dang. Or Oomph, or Oomph the Rock Band from Germany. If you want to sponsor <laughs> us, any one of you guys, please do. Yes. 
Just That's wanted it. to put that oof, out there. Oof, 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 oof. Gabby, when we release this episode, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. It's also yeah. the name of the episode. It's you, you, There it is. There it is. Please oomph. sponsor us, oomph, one of those three oomphs. You can reach us at uh, Marvelous. Uh, MarvelousFriendsPod at gmail.com. <laughs> Reach out to us if you are oomph anything. Uh, we will happily uh, I can picture you. Zemo saying that. Oomph. 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 Yeah. yeah. He's Sokovian, so. You know, <laughs> so then the German band should, That's you know. it. There it is. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> um, well, welcome back. That was our brief uh, intermission. Um, as we said in the beginning of the episode, we have a friend calling in, and uh, she's here. Gabby, welcome. Um, it's great to have you here. Um, and we've had just a few conversations uh, behind the scenes about uh, Marvel and especially uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we had just finished talking about episode three. We're about to get into episode four. But I wanted to ask you, what are your thoughts on episode three from what you can remember? I know it was like two weeks ago. You should also, for the record, say you are Elisa's sister. Oh, yes. Our marvelous oh, friends. Yeah. Yes. Hi. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's my sister, guys. Hey. hey. As I neglectfully neglected to say. I just um, want to help you out. Oh, is, thank you for helping me uh, out. Yes, thank uh, you. Elise, a.k.a. Black Hawk sister. Black Hawk sister. Yeah. E-Dollars, e. a.k.a. Black Hawk. <laughs> As in, like, not Black Hawk down, just Black Hawk. Yes. Um, but yeah, so um, so Gabby, what did your what are your thoughts on episode three before we get into episode four? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I really liked how um, what they did in kind of expanding on the character. Um, I think in our first introduction of him, it kind of was like these snippet scenes throughout Civil War. I think that was the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep, yep, that yeah. was definitely. And the movie, then yep. you know the big showdown of how he was manipulating the Avengers all along and stuff like that. So I always felt like his cause or his philosophy was interesting and um, brought a little type of realism into the Marvel Universe about, hey, we never really talked about how people could die in the middle of these souped up people you know saving lives like who um the bystanders like they look cute kind of like passing by but no people actually die and stuff like that so i thought he brought that perspective in that i never really thought about so seeing him get more fleshed out in the whole winter soldier series and it was interesting to me that out of all the bad guys they chose to bring him back um So I didn't know what to expect because I didn't expect much. Um, I feel is. like it's like the B-list actor show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Wow. So Gabby, Gabby, let me ask you Don't this. Don't insult my white king, Sebastian. That's <laughs> yeah. it. That's it. It's official. Yeah, it's kinda... official. He's a white king. Um, so Gabby, let me ask you this. So I agree with you. You said you mentioned that you know we got more Zemo. I think he is the star of that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about the overall episode, the episode as a whole? Because uh, we have a consensus, and I wanted to know what you thought. I think it was good at setting a groundwork for um, what the whole premise of the this six part series was going to be. Um, yep. I think it accomplished that. Um, it, 
I think it just affirmed to me that at the end of the day, I knew he wasn't Chris Evans, but we definitely know he's not Chris Evans slash Captain right. America. Right. And, um, yep. you know, not my when cap. we talk about episode four, we could talk about even yeah. more so. Oh, it sounds yeah. like Gabby <laughs> really wants to get an episode yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let's just get into three. it then. Episode let's three get... was a little forgettable. So our, so our consensus with episode it three is, uh, well, was, yeah, thank yeah, you, thank it. you. It was forgettable. I used the word frustrating. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rinaldi said it was frustrating. I just did not like the episode as a whole. There were things that happened that were cool, but yeah. overall, Zemo uh, was good in the episode. It was yeah, that's about it. That's why it was, was so yeah, boring. Exactly. And it was like, okay, yep. got that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they got that out of the way. I just wish it wasn't a whole episode. <laughs> For real? Um, yeah. So episode four is what we really came to talk about. Oh, um, and I'm sure if you're listening online, if you're listening on, on uh, Apple Podcasts, or you're listening on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from, if you're listening to this, uh, this is probably why you came to hear our thoughts, because, uh, you know, that's the latest episode. So what did we think? Let's kind of have an open discussion. What did we think about episode four? There's one character I really want to talk about, Hmm. but let's talk about the episode as a whole first. I was concerned. I think the first thing I said after, you know, it went to credits, I was like, I'm disturbed and concerned because I ain't never seen blood on my Captain America shield before. Just the imagery <laughs> of that really mm. rocked me a little bit because yep. I feel like DC be going dark. That's a whole mm. other yeah. genre with Wonder Woman cutting oh, off okay. and stuff. Yeah. I can I see them doing that, but Marvel never blatantly went bloody on me like that. And I was just yeah. like, Oh, <laughs> and it just yeah. opened up a discussion of Steve ain't dead, right? And people are like, right, yeah, he retired, and, right? Technically, he's not dead, he's, just he's too not old dead, no, Captain America. But imagine him just watching this somewhere and just being yeah. like, first of all, I was hella tight that you gave away my shield. Yeah. Now, look, yeah, it, it yeah. yeah, concerned, Rinaldi. Oh, actually, before I go to Rinaldi, uh, you said that it's holding up the whole show. Yeah. Uh, for me. Yeah, and then to Gabby's point, I think um, Steve is somewhere cosplaying as Joe Biden, <laughs> just out there <laughs> in the distance. Yeah, Biden, <laughs> but Somewhere. yes, but this episode for me um, is really holding up the whole series right now because I wasn't a fan of the first episode. The second episode was really good. Third, I fell asleep. I felt like this was really good. And like Gabby said, really dark. And I like dark. Yeah. Yeah, it was dark. Um, Rinaldi, did you have um, any thoughts to what Gabby said about kind of Marvel now going dark a little bit? In this oh, episode? yeah. Uh, we talked about this offline, but. Marvel yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I guess, are you talking more about the, uh, um, the Marvel movies? Because the Netflix shows, and they go pretty dark, like. I guess like, for the Marvel Jessica movies, Jones got that's, the, that's where I stake my claim. I yeah. don't watch that other okay. stuff, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. Because I think a lot of people like online that I've seen, they, they're more into the movies. They're not as into the shows. So when they saw that, it, it they kind of reacted the same okay. way you did. Mm. But but I don't know. Like I guess for me, I've seen other dark stuff. So it just... I mean, I get it though, because this is the Captain America shield, so I get that part. But they kind of cut away from it, and then you just see a hand twitch. So, yeah. but but I get what you're saying in terms of the like Captain America 
you know, Shield was involved with something that mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that I, part. Yeah, I think it was meant to connect as like, okay, this is a symbol being tarnished. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think I'm with you on that, Rinaldi. Where, like, if we're gonna go dark, let's go dark. Let's yeah, do this. Let's like, just let's watch him bash let, his like, got the head in. Like, like, let's see it. Why we got cut away? Yeah, I think I was about to say that's true. Disney Plus ain't Disney Plus. Still watching this. I think this is the this is. Can we get can we get a a John Walker cut? (laughs) I mean, or or how about this? How about this? How about you show it from like far away, like where it's kind of blurry? I like that. It's kind of blurry from a phone, like like somebody's phone. Yeah, it could be on somebody's phone. Well, if we're talking dark, you know, it's like yo, let's. Yeah, no, Disney's gonna have to come out with. Well, uh, yeah, that's the other part. Disney, Disney Disney kind of has Disney Plus Plus, where they have the darker uh, stuff. Well, they got Hulu. They got Hulu, so you could throw it up on Hulu. Earlier today, we were talking about. um, You brought up how Australia they have a different um, Disney Plus. Yeah, Um, I think it's just the U.S. that has like a PG version of Disney Plus. Yeah, but um, Disney, but Disney owns Hulu, and they were trying to get Ghost Rider on there. Cause you can't do Ghost Ride on Disney oh Plus, you can't do it. <laughs> so they're trying. They're trying to put them on Hulu, but some things behind the scenes kind of fell apart. When he said Ghost Rider, I don't know why I thought Ghost Rider word. Oh <laughs> yes, the oh, TV show like, Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I watched it as a kid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was that made me think amazing. Yeah, it was cool. No, they're gonna do a live action. They were trying to do a live action one on Hulu, but they didn't. Oh really? Mm. Yeah, some like I don't know, some legal stuff. Is it because of COVID too, or no? No, this was like legal stuff because ah, uh, it's a long story. I'm not getting okay. into it. Yeah, it's yeah. legal stuff. The same thing that happened when um, where they were originally weren't gonna do a spider a third Spider Man movie mm-hmm. because Sony and Marvel had legal stuff, and then yeah. One of those things. Okay. But anyway, enough of that legal stuff. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah. something. What that's... did you think of the episode, Robert? <laughs> More interesting. I liked. <laughs> I liked this episode. Um, I I like how much I hate John Walker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I like how much I hate this guy. Right. And you know, I I don't know if this is a marketing thing. You know how like when it's when you have a character yeah. who. You know, you watch on TV or you watch in a movie and then like somehow the whole world hates this guy so much that yeah. this that the actor is getting death threats. The actor's doing a fantastic job. He's doing an amazing mm-hmm. job, bro. Mm-hmm. He's, He's doing an amazing job. They told job. him, Hey man, you're gonna be unlikable. <laughs> um, can you can you make people not like you? Can, can you act? As an unlikable person, he was like, "Yeah, I can do it." And I feel he's, like he's yeah. following in his father's footsteps. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. What were you gonna say? Yeah, I was gonna say I saw somewhere that like he wanted them to yeah. hate his character, so he's yeah. succeeding in this. And like the whole yeah, death man. threat thing, I believe it's happening. People mm. do. Yeah, the, the internet gets petty. crazy mm-hmm. because they, for some reason they can't distinguish the actor from the character, mm-hmm. which really is like come on guys that's, feel, that's simple that's what i was gonna say um i feel like each episode i hate him for a different reason yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like the first episode it was just his, his face his, his chin, chin. Yeah. yeah and then you know then it's like okay you desperately want so bad for people to like you and like yep. 
you as Captain America. And then in episode three, you get a little bit of him, uh, but we see that people don't take him seriously as a Captain America. Yeah. And then in episode four, yeah. uh, oh my gosh. Okay, I want to talk about the scene real quick. Wait, I haven't even shared oh, what I thought about the My episode. bad, my bad. I'm, I'm getting ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go else? ahead. You got this. But, 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 you know, I get it. It's like, oh, Rinaldi Hellis has an opinion, so <laughs> no, let's leave him out. That's not it, man. That's I'm not being it. facetious. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being facetious. No, I thought it was good. I, I have some issues with episode four, though, so. Oh. Yeah, um, I thought it was good, but I don't know. I think this show, unless a miracle happens in the last two episodes, they're like, whoa, like just out of this world. This show is a little bit of a letdown for me. Uh, high key um, for me but, too. But, but mm-hmm. hey, this episode was good though. I enjoyed it. Um, I like the progression. I actually like that John Walker is unlikable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like it. I think I think he's my favorite character on this show. Yep. And I want him to show up in something else. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't want him to die because some people want the character think, to get shot. I don't shot. think he's gonna die. He's not gonna die. No, but he's fans not. want him to yeah. die because they don't yeah. like him. But yeah. I like, I like these types of characters mm-hmm. um, that are angry and impatient and arrogant, and they make they make rash decisions because then that makes the show more interesting. Because yeah. now Bucky and Sam got to deal with this guy. Mm-hmm. So, so I like him. I like that he's in the show. Yeah, I agree with Rinaldi. I feel like if he wasn't in here and we were just left with Zemo and Falcon and Bucky, it'd be like, what? What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. yep. yeah. Zemo is just doing things on the on the slot, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So you need someone that bring that fire. Yeah. And that's what John Walker brings. Here's what upset me. Okay. Mm-hmm. You had, um, you had the team. You had, uh, let me think. We had Winter Soldier. We had uh, Falcon. We had Zemo. We had Battlestar. Stop the car. Uh, <laughs> My man Lamar. Uh, and then we had um, uh, John Walker, right? Yep. And they're going into the building where Carly Morgenthau's mom, Hirsch, there's a funeral, right? And oh. so Sam. Well, her foster mom. Mm-hmm. Foster mom. Yeah. Um, so Sam wants to go in and have a conversation with her just one-on-one, okay? Because he sees something. Uh, that maybe not everybody sees, but he wants to try his luck with, you know, his experience talking to people with with trauma, PTSD. So he goes in, he starts having a conversation with Carly, and at some point, it seems like it's going well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. while everyone else is waiting two, three rooms over, uh, you know, they tell John Walker just 10 minutes. (laughs) Just wait 10 minutes. This man, he keeps on checking the clock. He's got his helmet on. He's like, he's tapping his feet. He's pacing. It's not five minutes. And he wants to, he goes, this is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. No, we got to go in. And he, he goes in and ruins the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. If I didn't like this man before, (laughs) I definitely don't like this man now. And it really demonstrated his impatience yeah. and his uh, impulsiveness. Yeah. Now he's Captain America. His eagerness to live up to the name. Like he, I think he felt he allowed the pressure to live up to the name to make him think selfishly. Because right. he's not thinking about the overall situation. Right. He's thinking about himself yeah. and how, yo, if I don't come through, you know, the US government's going to yeah. think I'm not good mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like his relationship with saving people is all to self-glorify or validate 
right. himself. Yeah. It's not yeah. truly selfless in the service mm-hmm. of others like Cap is. He wasn't. Yeah. He was always yeah. humble. He was always, and that's why he'll never be Captain America, no matter how much he tries, because his foundation is not mm-hmm. anywhere close to what Steve's is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think his um his his singular problem is insecurity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when he took the serum, he <laughs> felt even more insecure. Well, we're gonna get to the <laughs> serum in a second. He's oh, gonna be super insecure. He's gonna be super <laughs> insecure. About everything. Like like, like hypothetically <laughs> hypothetically his wife could be like, Hey, you look great in that suit, and he would just take that as something well, wrong. <laughs> before we get to the serum, sorry, my fault. there's no no, it's all good. It's all good. We're gonna talk about that in a couple minutes. But yeah. Um, there is a scene where, you know, you have, uh, uh, John Walker and you have Battlestar. Yeah. Stop the car. Lamar Hoskins. Um, Lamar Hoskins. They're, they're talking <laughs> and they're, they're at a mall or something. This is after they were at, they were, uh, fighting against the Dora, Dora Milaje, which yeah. they swept the floor with them. Mm-hmm. Oh my okay. Gosh. Like that was so fun yeah, to watch. That was the worst timing because... If he was feeling insecure before, now he feels right. super insecure. All these, all these Africans yeah, he, came and yeah. whooped him behind. Yeah, he was on. Yeah, he was on the ground. He was like, "They weren't even super soldiers." I'm like, you "Dude, dude, Bro. they warned you." Like Sam warned you. Falcon said, "Yo, you have better luck fighting Bucky." Than these two ladies. Yeah. Right, yo, I had the cheat codes. Nope. <laughs> the cheat codes to Bucky's arm and just fell on the ground. I was like, oh. That's oh, it. Yeah. That's so it. So I want to comment on that in Bucky that fight. Bucky didn't feel bad about it. No, he didn't feel bad. Yeah. But no, but check this out though, right? That told him something. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed his expression. The fact, because remember, this episode starts with them doing um, the uh, the trigger words. Oh, yeah. yeah that was And now crazy. he's free, right? Now he's free. Now the Dora Milaje arrive. Bucky's trying to stop the whole fight. And Io just does this thing and his arm comes off. That tells him, and it should tell the viewer, they didn't they don't even trust him. If they have a code to take off his arm, oh yeah. wow, Rob, that was very Yeah, if no, they have I've, a code I've to take off his arm. About the, yep. um, mm-hmm. that this week that like, wow, how terrible Bucky must be feel like wow nobody trusts me mm-hmm. yes yeah. i'm not like a pawn but like even though i'm trying to be better and, and you know rehab yeah wow, but it's like man. wow people still got something mm-hmm. like they still feel some type of way when they look at me yep yeah what she said oh john what you gotta be insecure yeah. about look at what bucky's going through seriously. <laughs> seriously but yeah so i've seen that commentary and i was like wow yep that must be mm-hmm. tough painful yep. Yep. So they have that that fight, okay? Yep. And then they they, you know, get coffee at a mall and you know, they sign some autographs and there was a conversation that they had uh John Walker and Lamar Hoskins. They had this conversation about um some things that are kind of spelled out for us but not really. Apparently some things happened, some things that they had to do to get the job done when they were at war that they mm-hmm. feel that especially John feels incredibly guilty about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just you get the sense that he's trying to to either rewrite or redeem himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe being Captain America is helping him or trying to help him redeem that hmm. and hide his past. But if anything, it's elevating who he actually is. Okay. Lamar was even saying, like, hey, you know what? Things happen. Um, I'm not proud of it, 
but we gotta move forward. And I think John didn't really take that to heart. Yeah, you know, no. he was still thinking about the past. No, I'm trying to erase. No, that's it. a good point. Yeah, because Lamar was willing to move on. He was like, "Hey, man, we we messed up, but let's move on. Let's let's just try to do right now. Mm-hmm. Try to do the right thing right now." And that's the problem with this guy. He's a prisoner of his past. He he can't mm-hmm. appreciate the present or the fact that people are meeting him where he is currently in his development. Like they saw something yeah. in him as he is right now that gave mm-hmm. them the confidence to give him that shield. But he's so focused on who he was that he can't even embrace the now. And mm-hmm. I think that's why he's always see coming at things from a deficit mm-hmm. yep because he's yep. not forward thinking mm-hmm. yeah yeah kind of like what fergie mentioned she uh asked about what does Stanley tucci say to steve rogers mm-hmm. she said basically in a nutshell never change um who you are not a good soldier but a good man mm-hmm. uh... that's deep and and that that is what made Steve Rogers Captain America exactly. who he is. Not a great skillful fighter. Right. He had all those things, mm-hmm. but he was a good man. Mm-hmm. And then Oh yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. Yeah. Message, yeah. Yeah. And then and then uh I think even in that same conversation, um Stanley Tucci. I don't even remember his character's name. Yeah, it's just Stanley Doctor, Tucci. Doctor Erickson. Well, yeah. I, Doctor I Tucci. I don't wanna, Doctor Tucci. Um, so <laughs> Doctor I think in that, even in that care. conversation, uh, <laughs> he even tells Steve that it makes you more who, of who you already are. Yeah. The serum. Yeah. Mm. And that same conversation happens here with Hoskins and Wa- uh, Walk- uh, Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Walker. Yeah. I, I'm not used to saying. I'm used to. I'm not used to not saying his full name. <laughs> yeah. And so I think he says, yeah, I think it makes you more of who you are. Something that's already there, it kind of just exposes it even more. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he goes like, yeah, like, you know, Carly, like Steve Rogers. And then John Walker goes, well, what about me? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you, you're, you got, you got badges, you got this, you got that, and X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then we get into what this, this episode really gets into, um, that whole Carly situation you know, Bucky and Falcon meeting her after Carly calls Fal- uh, Sam's uh, sister. sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we get this this final act, this final fight, if you will. Okay. The way that ends, it was... I'm, I'm glad it ended the way it did. Let me just say it that way. Like, What is the ending? The ending, <laughs> okay. The ending is, uh, you know, leading up to it, uh, Zemo finds that Carly has the super soldier serum. It spills on the ground and he goes, is that what I think it is? And he starts stomping on them, starts destroying them all but one. And later on, John Walker finds the one and he picks it up and he keeps it for himself. At that moment, I knew I'm like, he's going to take okay. it. Himself. Yep. I, I knew it. Yep. Good. I'm like, no, he really wants to be like this superhuman yep, guy. Super or whatever. insecure. <laughs> Fergie, super insecure. <laughs> um, so, um, so, uh, so fast forward, right? They're they're trying to have a peaceful, you know, back and forth with Carly. But again, John Walker and Hoskins are, are at it again. They start fighting. 
Hoskin gets kidnapped. I'm not going to watch the episode if you want to see. <laughs> it. Um, but basically what happens in the fight, Carly punches mm-hmm. Hoskins. Now, Carly's a super soldier. Just throwing that out there. If you did not know, she mm-hmm. has the serum. Mm-hmm. She's a super soldier. She punches Hoskins so hard, he goes into a pillar and knocks him right out. He, he's, he dies on contact. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on, con- it was, it was on actually, site with the pillar. <laughs> on site with the pillar, yes. Yeah. On site. Like, so... That happens, and the whole fight just stops because mm-hmm. we were they were like, okay, we weren't trying to get a casualty out of this. And that is what pushes him over the edge. Uh, he chases down this one guy. One of the guys, uh, this guy he chases down, he tries to hit him with this very thick pipe. John catches it, and he bends the pipe, and that tells us, okay, yeah, yeah he took the serum. Mm-hmm. He took the serum. Chases after the guy, uh, this other guy, I think, I forget if it's, I forget if it's the same guy. No, uh, it's the same guy. It's the same guy. Yeah. Um, chases after him and he corners this guy on a, on on steps, takes his shield and starts pummeling away at what I think is his face or neck or just wherever he wants to aim the shield and yeah. kills the guy with the shield. And this episode ends with uh, the crowd that's around him, re- you know, recording it with their phones, mm-hmm. going live, whatever it is on their phones. And he's standing there uh, with blood on the shield. And the episode ends that way. You know what and, I was? Uh, I, I was highly annoyed with that scene because that mm. girl, Carly, was looking so mm. mortified. And I'm like, mm. I know. Yeah. Go sit down. Like, so that, that's one all, of her close friends, though. Um, you know, rainbows and unicorns when you was out murking folks. But now when it's one of yours, <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. I can't right. believe it. Like, you I know, I, I, but I think I think it's guilt. I, I think she feels responsible for it. She's like, yo, she it's fake. my fault. She's bogus. Got killed. She's bogus because <laughs> she's been killing people since the beginning of this show. No, I'm not saying it's it's cool. I'm not saying like, yo, th- like it's definitely corny, but like I understand why she felt that way. Well, so. I think what Gabby's saying is that what took place was exactly what Sam was trying to warn her about. Not so yeah. much about like John Walker killing people, but like on her mission, she's more people are gonna die. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. You know, she just—I I think she—I think she was trying to listen, and even the second meeting was trying to get him on board. And yeah, I guess that she was trying to work out something, but that's what Sam was trying to warn her about. But to Gabby's point, I agree. There's there is something to be said about just going around. Uh, killing people, innocent people, or mm-hmm. whatever it is, just killing people, and to assume that everybody on your team will be safe—that you, that you yourself won't have casualties. Right. No, yeah. she hasn't. She clearly hasn't watched a single movie. Well, she's still <laughs> so young. I'm like, yeah. what is she yeah. doing, leading this revolution? Yeah, I wh- think. What did you say, Freddie? You were like, just, where are her parents? Yeah, <laughs> where are her parents? Well, she's an orphan. I think she's just still. frustrated because yeah. I think she tried to do it the right way and it didn't work. Because, like, I guess know? what she, she was tried? saying. <laughs> because because she was also yeah because she was flex on people. Well, that's one of the issues I have with the shows. We didn't get a flashback. It's all just talk. It's like yeah. the show's telling mm. you that she tried to give people food and water, but then the power broker interfered, right? And the GRC right. government organization interfered. So now she's just kind of pissed off, and she's like, you know what? Well, if they're gonna interfere with me trying to help refugees, 
I'm just gonna blow up these bases. Mm-hmm. And I wish we had gotten a flashback. Yeah, yeah. And I nice. think that's what makes the plot <laughs> kind of weak at the end of the day and feels like it's mm. kind of like slapdash put thrown together a little bit. And this mm-hmm. is where I start comparing it to WandaVision, Heike, because yep. I'm like, at least with WandaVision, like it probably started off like in a way that you kind of was like, what's going on here? But you eventually got to a place of feeling like, okay, I had a journey. I went on a journey mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Um, yeah. this show and, you know, I saw it from soups to nuts and, okay, I can see how I got here. And I'm looking forward to seeing the tie-in with the movie with Doctor Strange and stuff like that. With this, it feels like, why are we squeezing all of this into six episodes anyway? Exactly. Um, And I feel like we lost something in that, to Rinaldi's point, by them trying to be so intent on keeping it in six episodes. They're just doing a lot of telling and not showing. They want me to be Mm. bought into this person is supposed to be the Robin Hood or whatever. Yeah, you telling me about that, but can I be my own judge and see who is this new yeah. character about and do I want to like her? Can I decide mm-hmm. for myself if I want to like her or, you know, agree with her struggle? Y'all telling me to agree with her struggle or to <laughs> give her the benefit yeah. of the doubt, but I can't get in on board. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's not even time. like... it's so Yeah. You know, to your point, Gabby, I think it's not exactly clear. Like, okay, we know what her motives are, but even then her motives aren't clear. Like her story, everything that happened with her and her people and, you know. It seems selfish, honestly. Really? You think it's selfish? Yeah. I know she wants to help people, but how, like, how are you actually going to put your plan in action with, like. Yeah, that's also not clear. Like, we don't see what her plan is. And so. Does she even have one? It sounds like she has a plan. They're trying to aim for something, but it's not. It seems like she's just reacting to things and changing the plan every every time something goes wrong. That makes sense. Mm. That, that kind of <laughs> makes she's sense. she's like 16. <laughs> Why were people following her? Why was she the leader? That's yeah, what that's I'm saying. What I, you know what? Yeah, I, I don't need know. to know that too. Because remember the first episode where Homeboy like was like, don't worry, Carly. I'm going to, I I got you. And she's like, no, don't, no. I need to. I'm gonna lead them away, yeah, and he got killed. Uh, like, so why are they so? He, right. he looked like the leader to me. Right. He was. You gonna say like, like just his his demeanor? <laughs> That's exactly oh, right. No, I was just basically like about to reiterate Fergie's question. Like, why is she the leader? We probably need to know more about that. Like, right. Was it something that Mama Danya wanted, or something <laughs> that they're just like you know, <laughs> just trying Mama to Danya. like you know, it was part of her will or something i don't we don't really know why Mm -hmm. um but i actually wanted to ask too though because gabby was talking about carly's shocked face and i wanted to know do you guys think that part of her shock was the fact that like john walker is now a superhuman and she thought all the serums were done do you think that that has Hmm. partially to do with her shock of like oh my gosh wait a minute maybe she just popped my my man's over here (laughs) yeah but he but you know he's super now like how did this happen or what 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 are they gonna do now that like because these this serum was not supposed to land in their hands yeah so it was supposed to be for them like that was their thing so it's like oh snap now what's gonna happen mm. now that mm. my adversary have, has have had yeah 
That's a good it. point. I didn't consider that, but mm-hmm. I think you might be onto something because it goes back to her being really young. It's seeming like she doesn't really have a plan. We don't understand her backstory, like Rinaldi says. So maybe that was also in addition to it, like, oh crap, like, you know, things are getting real. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to have this. What's what's gonna happen next? Yeah, because yeah. because the, the thing is, the, and the thing is too is the the age gap. She's very young. A war hero has now just taken yep. this mm. serum. Yeah. So how much more advanced can he be mm-hmm. over her? Like I mm-hmm. think I would probably be shook. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's part of it because early in the episode, she is told that the serum is destroyed by right. Zemo. Yeah, yeah. she. Wants and so she's Zemo's thinking that it's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that might be part of the that's shock. Part of it, yeah. I think she does seem like someone who had who had a plan mm-hmm. and did not plan for anything that's that's like this. Yeah. And how could you? You know, how could you right. plan for something like this? Especially that young. <laughs> yeah. Without advisors or whatever. Opportunity. Yeah. That they didn't take the time to kind of build that bridge from. Hmm the time period this is supposed to be taking place in. Supposedly, mm-hmm. it's like, what, five months after the snap? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five months after the snap. Show me those five or the, months. After um, yeah. Hulk snapped. Yes. The Hulk snap that brought everybody back. Right. right that five one, months yeah. after that. They yeah. should have gave us at least one episode in which they talk about that span of time because there mm-hmm. you yeah. could have fleshed out you know, the rising of this Carly girl um, mm-hmm. yeah. in the midst of people re- um, like adapting back to everybody being back. And mm-hmm. instead of talking about why yeah. these government entities were established, you can see it develop out mm-hmm. of yeah. what was happening in that period of time. That would have laid a better foundation as to why she's acting that way. What is driving this whole, we need a new Captain America type of thing to police Mm -hmm. these people somehow, and then throw in Bucky and whatever into that mix, because it's kind of like an undefined play box that everybody is playing in and you're just doing catch up the whole time. Trying to figure yeah, out what yeah. the rules of the playground is. And it so, goes back know. to what Rob... So, Rinaldi's earlier point, mm-hmm. I'm high-key disappointed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hear you. What were, gonna, what were you going to say? Uh, it goes back you? to what you've always been saying of mm-hmm. the um, show me, don't tell me. Yeah. And we're getting a lot of that in this a episode. Yeah. yeah. And I feel what like... Fergie was saying was, that's a lot of what we talk about in our podcast is with these Marvel movies and certain characters that... Like they just show up, and Marvel's trying to tell us to like these characters. Yeah, I hate mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, tell, so tell, annoying. tell. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like. Um... <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me say that again. Ale. <laughs> yeah, you picked I up the ginger ale. I was coughing, and Fergie picked up ginger ale. <laughs> that um, medicine. So yeah, we talk a lot about that in our episodes in this podcast, where it's like, okay, if you want us to yeah. like a character or think a character is going to, you know. I don't know, win the day or, you know, oh man, they're on scene. They're, they're, they just showed up. It's about to go down. If you want us to believe that, then you got to show us why we should. And that was one of our biggest problems with Captain Marvel yeah. is that like the movie did not give us any reason to 
really make us feel like we believe her her struggle she, her struggle or even when she shows up on, uh in endgame mm, right. and we're seeing some of this too with carly is like okay she's going through something i feel like we're supposed to buy in at least a little bit and i have no idea what i'm supposed to buy exactly. in yet um, it's yeah. such a and we're at, way and we're like halfway through that was my prediction and hope for episode three that would get more of carly's backstory but my second point is, um, do you think this kind of unfolded this way because it goes back to the issue of these writers not knowing how to write female um, characters? Hmm. I think we got to ask, who are they making these movies for? Who do they think their viewership is? Um, if they're just focused on the kids and stuff like that, that's one thing because then you don't have to like get too deep in, you know, your mm -hmm. character development. Um, or are you counting on people to already be hardcore comic book people who could fill in the blanks for you? So you don't have mm -hmm. to show it to them, but you're kind of honoring the material because I think, there was some of that going on in WandaVision, but they still did their due diligence of mm -hmm. catering to people who don't necessarily read the comics. Mm -hmm. um, but they definitely was pulling from that material and trying to honor that. 90% um, of that stuff we saw was based in the comics. So I wonder, and there's not a consistent director either. Yeah, like That's true. Um, yeah. The people who directed WandaVision is not the same people who directed um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Winter so Soldier. maybe yeah. there should be questions on what do you lose in game when you switch director or <laughs> that type of stuff? Because it doesn't seem like they have a standard throughout this whole on, on these whole series anyway, that mm. we're going to check these boxes no matter who's directing. And then you can have a free-for-all with these other stuff to have creative um, freedoms, so to speak. Mm, so. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have, you said, do you had a thought, uh, Rinaldi? Yeah. Um, when Gabby said, um, you know, who are, who is the target audience? Who are they making this content for? Yeah. Mm. Um, I've always felt like these particular shows are for people who don't watch TV. Yes, they absolutely. They they're the people who are gung ho about the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. Like not like cuz we all like the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. Everybody here like the Marvel mm -hmm. movies. Everybody here can name five movies that they <laughs> like and will watch again. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the circle. But we're not gung ho about the Marvel. We we will point out things that are problematic. Mm -hmm. you know? And we may not always agree Hmm. on the specifics but we do agree that hey they're not perfect hmm. they make mistakes we hmm. we i think we can i can safely say we all believe yeah that. that's pretty safe yeah. but there's a audience that doesn't believe that they don't believe marvel makes mistakes hmm. with the movies yep. and i think that's the target audience for as, at least for this specific mm -hmm. show. yeah yeah Cause, because cause I, these people don't watch tv yeah i on top of uh what rinaldi said and we're going to transition um, I have heard people say 
that this is yeah. like the greatest show, yep. greatest Marvel show they've seen. Woo! Better than one Yeah. I've Cry. seen that online. Like no. even episode three. Never mind episode four. Yeah. When episode three came out and I was reading the comment sections, I was on Instagram, I was on Twitter uh, uh Twitter and Facebook. YouTube and Facebook. People were going crazy Why about not? episode three. Ooh. And I'm like, what? Yeah. How is this a good okay. episode? They don't watch TV. Right. They so, need to watch see, Turkey. This is they, 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 they don't watch TV. TV. <laughs> of what is a good movie, <laughs> right? right? What right. is the criteria for having a good movie or good show, period? Versus mm. I love the content so much, I'm just happy to see it in live action. Yeah, Gabby right. hit it right on that, that. Those are the two yeah. camps that we're at. Like, let's be honest, this ain't ever going to win an Oscar or Emmy or anything like that. Like I said earlier, there are a bunch of B-list <laughs> actors. Sorry, Sebastian. Sorry, Anthony. Hey. <laughs> That's why they can afford to have you on there. If they even bring Chris Evans for a half an episode, he making more money than you. That's like saving. That's saving the, the show. So, yeah. so I think I think the the wow. people running this whole Disney Plus content plan, mm-hmm. uh, I think they're friends with Mr. Krabs. Yeah, <laughs> so because because oh, that's the only dang. explanation. Yeah. Financial advisor episodes. That's the only explanation for six episodes. I'm also trying to find where the budget is for the show. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah. Speak on it. Speak on it. Where's the bigger budget? Speak on it. Yes, honestly, because some of these fight scenes was looking kind of, I don't know, dusty. What was up with so, okay, look, just we, average. The, 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 the Dora Milaje one was the best. That's where their money one. went. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Also, that scene. Yeah. yeah, but after that, the way the hits. Notice how many weird. cuts were in that yeah, fight scene cuts. versus the very final fight scene. There was a lot of cuts in the fight scene. When there's a cut yeah. in a fight scene, that means the choreography is bad. That's yeah. what that means. I will say the visual quality is cinematic. True. Yeah. Like the, like the, a, it looks cinematic. Lest we forget the, good. the truck scene. It, it yeah. quality. But if we're talking yeah. about the screenwriting, the translation from source material to, okay, now yeah. for a, your your audience to consume, nah. Mm-hmm. I definitely... Or even the choreography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, the choreography... Shaky. shaky. No. Even yeah. even there's a shot where like I think she was chasing after Bucky the way she ran. Why can't people run? <laughs> yeah. did you, did we need you, to I teach them because they're not like, they're not athletes. But bro, running? They, hey, <laughs> they, they, running. They, they, or they putting a Brie Larson. Put somebody in a somebody she been trained by. She been trained by Brie Larson, Larson <laughs> to, to do their conditioning. Oh, you know Brie Larson don't care about no running. Oh my god. All right, god. everyone. Well, we're gonna go ahead and transition to um, this portion of the podcast. Um, first of all, that's our review for uh, episode three and four. Um, we're hoping that more takes place in episode five and six. But before we get into predictions and questions and everything, uh, you know that when you watch these shows, there's tons of Easter eggs. Yeah. And so I'm going to go ahead and just splash all these Easter eggs uh, on this canvas so you guys can pick it up, starting with episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, so episode three, and feel free to respond and be like, wow, I didn't know that, even if you did. That's fine, too. <laughs> wow. Um, and so uh, in episode three, um, here's a few of them. Um, you have Sam, Bucky, and Zemo, right? They go to Madripoor, uh, which we've established is X-Men, right? That's all X-Men territory. Oh, word? Um, mm-hmm. Yep. 
So Madripoor, uh, we learned that Madripoor is divided into two kind of sectors, sections, high town and low town. Mm. Um, wow. In some iterations, uh, both high town, low town and, or overall Madripoor is run by Hydra, which is the very group that these three men are looking for in this show. Oh, yeah. Okay, Madripoor is most closely associated with X-Men, more specifically Wolverine. Mm. In the comics... Wolverine also goes under the alias Patch, which is also the name of a bar that you'll find in the sequence when they're when they're walking through the streets of Madripoor in episode three. Hey, Disney okay. did buy so, X-Men there. Yes, they did. Okay. And we're, we're about to get into that a little bit. So speaking of aliases, mm -hmm. uh, while these men are in Madripoor, these three men, uh, they have to be under... Um, what am I trying to say? They have to be on a more inconspicuous side okay so they have to go under a different alias okay. uh baron zemo goes as himself because they know him <laughs> uh bucky barnes has to go as the winter soldier you know as if he's controlled under zemo and sam wilson or falcon goes under the name the smiling tiger uh which is a character in the marvel comics in the new warriors issue wait what yes that is a that's character. a real thing that is a real thing <laughs> he is wow. a real character look that up i'm not going to give you guys any more um, you guys have Google for that. <laughs> Moving on, because I really want to get into some episode four stuff. But episode three, Selby in the comics is a member of a group who fights the X-Men called Mutant Liberation Front. There's also an iteration of Selby. Uh, her name was Suzanne Selby, who appears in uh, the Avenger comics every now and then. Uh, I think she even takes on powers of another hero called Starbrand okay. in, in, one, in one of the comics. Moving on, so... Sharon Carter appears. Okay. We're very indifferent about that. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we, we last seen her in Captain America Civil War. Uh, Sharon Carter calls Bucky Mr. America, who is not a character in Marvel Comics. However, there is a Mr. America in DC Comics. Mm -hmm. And he's one of the oldest heroes, debuting in the same issue as Superman in Action Comics number one back in 1938. What? Wow. Yeah. His weapon of choice was not a shield, however, mm. it was a whip. Just throwing that um, out there. Ooh, yo, that's that's <laughs> wow. Well, you know. You can just that so shit. John Walker <laughs> came at yeah, the Dora Milaje <laughs> with a whip. Yeah. <laughs> what would have happened? Oh my god. Yes. Yes. That, uh, John Walker with a whip going at Dora Milaje. That would have been bad. Oh, been bad. oh my gosh. Don't. Well, 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 it would have been satisfying because he got his butt whooped. That's true. Yeah, yeah, Where's that's our true. HR department? All right. So check this out, right? So this episode ends, episode three ends with the iconic score of Black Panther and the appearance of Io. Uh, and we've last seen Io. In Avengers Infinity War before this. Yep. Okay. We didn't even know her this freaking gets us name in... until this episode. Hi. All right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We didn't even know her name. No, I didn't so, know her name. I know you did. Um, but in episode four, okay, these are Easter eggs in episode four, okay? <laughs> and this is some of these things I'm, I'm even more excited about. We hear about the impact of the violence due to the Flag Smashers in the previous episode. If you've watched episode three, you know that there was an explosion, killed lots of people. In episode four, we start hearing out on the radio. Bucky even reads it on his phone. He sees an article about it. Uh, this inspired the Patch Act, which we hear over the radio. 
that the GNC or the GRC GNC or vitamins GRC will now have even more power in an effort to to um, to to track down the the flag smashers. Uh, but this is also a nod, another nod to Wolverine. So I'm just saying we're getting a lot of X Men nods in this thing, and I'm gonna circle back on this in the end. All right, now let's pick up some comic books because there was a lot of comic book references um, in episode four. When Bucky re-enters the apartment after he talks to Io, okay, the house number he enters in is number 23, possibly alluding to Captain America volume five, number 23, which is a Bucky-featured issue during Marvel Comics Civil War issues or Civil War event. During that scene when they're walking in the streets uh, in Riga, Riga, is that how you pronounce it? Uh, There's a license plate, 39-1635. This is also a Captain America comic, Captain America number five, number 39, which is an issue where Bucky is Captain America. Another number nod, and this one I think is even more deliberate, is on on Sam Wilson's phone. Okay, this is is how deep this thing goes. Uh, There's a quick shot where the camera aims at Sam Wilson's phone and you see the time on the phone and it's 312, 312 p.m. Captain America number 312 is an issue that introduces the Flag Smashers. Finally, John Walker takes on, well not takes on, but he takes the super soldier serum. Okay, that's how this episode ends. The way he kills the guy is the same way uh, or the same shot, same kind of situation as Steve Rogers, when he fights Tony Stark and he takes his shield and he puts oh, it in the chest oh, of, of Tony Stark in back in Civil War. So those are some of the Easter eggs. If we've missed any, let us know. You can email us at marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. I'm sure that these episodes have been riddled with uh, Easter eggs and callbacks and everything. But uh, as we end this episode and we get into episode five of... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which, by the way, cannot be. I don't think that title's long enough. Like, <laughs> that's a long title. But do we have any questions going into episode five? When's Loki starting? <laughs> Yo! That's it. Yo. She skipped over Black Widow. She was just like, let's Who wants to watch Black Widow? I'm just saying, it's coming out in May. Uh, it's coming. That's where all their editing is going I saw into. It this is just a pit stop. Oh, really? This is just a pit stop. It's better to rip the band aid off oh, real quick yeah, than wait. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you, you know what? You oh want to get gosh. this? You, this is something you want to get over with. All right. So Gabby, Gabby wants to. She's waiting for Loki. Uh, what? <laughs> what? What? So what questions do we have? Um, is Sharon um, power broker? Yeah. Oh. Is Sharon the power broker? Yeah. yeah. Or, or what is? Or what is her purpose? Period. Yeah. What's yeah. her purpose? Right? <laughs> she's an Easter egg because she was in the comics. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Uh, Sharon is an Easter egg because she was in the comics. She is just a glorified Easter egg. Yeah. She's literally an Easter egg. That's yeah. It. Like think... Coulson and Captain Marvel. What did he do in that movie? He was oh. just an Easter egg. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like Coulson way better than that chick though. Oh. No, I do. I'm just saying he didn't do nothing in Captain Marvel. That's all I'm saying. I love Coulson, but he didn't do nothing. Uh, any other questions we have? I have three. In What's one. next for John Walker? Yeah. Um, I like. It would be cool if he was. Um, 
He was he if he was like the Punisher for the U.S. government, he did all the the dirty black ops assassination mm, okay. missions. You know, yo, we got a terrorist out here in Iran. You gonna have to take him out, but you gotta be, you know, gotta be on the low. We don't want no cameras filming it like he did with the flag smasher. So I'm wondering what his role is gonna be because he's not the new Captain America. He's obviously gonna have to uh, take on a new role or a. Uh, uh, a new objective because he's going to look bad out in the public yeah. after what happened. So yeah. I'm very interested what he, what's next for him. What he, what, what, how is he going to operate with this super, with superpowers now? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's next for John Walker? Um, I'm not going to lie. Mean? If they do go that route, it'll be mm-hmm. a great mm-hmm. redemption arc for him. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he'll have one though. <laughs> I, I really don't. I re- I don't think he's going to have a redeeming arc. I see. Well, no, I'm not talking about a redeeming arc. I'm just talking about a purpose. Because he can't be Captain America anymore. He has to have a new yeah. mission. Yeah. How about how about you, Elise? Do <laughs> you have any questions going into episode five? I think I lost. <laughs> First question, how dare you? Are we going to find out why, why Falcon gave up the shield? And is he going to be the new Captain America? Wait, what? Oh wait, no. Okay, I remember that was my, my question. question. Yeah, oh, wow. it's, yeah. Like, yeah, like, why we, did he give up? The why did he give up the shield? And is he going to why? be the new? Because oh, dude, like, I killed guess. someone on camera. Like, yeah, I'm sure Falcon has a window None to of that like. Would have happened if he just. Dang. But I'm sure oh. Falcon now has a reason to say, you know what? Give me that shield back. You done messed up. I guess that's true because <laughs> we've always just been speculating. Because I always thought it was just yeah, like, no, insecurity he, he or never being tells. afraid. But I guess that's a good point, Ronaldo. He never says why. Yeah, because if Falcon doesn't take the shield back now, like, Bucky should just, like, not talk to Falcon ever right. again. Like, dude. Yeah. This is, like, th- if there was ever a time to take the shield back, yeah, <laughs> this was the time. Well, I have a couple of questions. Um, You know, you said, what's next for John Walker? That was... M- my question, I'm interested in seeing what um, what is happening next. Um, Elise, did you remember your question? I did. Nice. Um, yeah, so what's Zemo up to? What did, what did he slip away to do? I need to know because mm. why are you here at mm-hmm. this point? I was excited for you and you're letting me down, bro. <laughs> um, yep. So there's that. And then, um, dag. Oh, yeah, I hope that... So this is not really a question, but <laughs> I hope that in the next episode, because Ronaldo, you made me think about it. I wonder if we'll get more emotion from Falcon. Like, is he in regret right now? Hmm. Just yeah. looking at the shield be bloody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, will he kind of think to himself like, oh, snap, I made the wrong choice. What's that dialogue going to look like? Mm. Um, what will Bucky ask him? You know, yeah. are we gonna get some more of that emotional like stuff in there? I I, I hope to see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. also I want to, ha- in addition to my question or to Elisa's question, I wonder how they're gonna wrap everything up if we only have two episodes left. Okay. They gotta extend the minutes, yeah. bro. And cut cut them little uh, credits for the German dubs or whatever, <laughs> like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or whatever. The German dubs. Yeah, get that out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had the same questions. I had, um, you know, U.S. agent or John Walker. What's, where is this going to go? Um, I mean, he's government property. So where is this hmm. going? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Area sixty one. Where did Zemo go? He ducked away. We don't see him again. 
where did he go? He always um, ducking away. He's always man. ducking away. Always so bad. so I'm interested. Making in me look bad out here in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my last question, and we didn't really talk about this in this episode, but people are speculating because the writers of the show have um this past week have said that there's supposed to be a very big cameo. In this oh next yeah, episode. I was wondering about this. Right. Um, and they they've been saying kind of hints like, okay, the actor. Very well known. Hmm. Everybody knows this person. Joseph um, Robinette Biden. Steve. <laughs> what? Yeah, but, and then and then the, the, oh the character God. this person's playing, everybody knows this character too. Well known in Marvel Comics, never been in the MCU. Oh, that's different. Oh, one yeah. of those. Yes. So not Cap. Yes. Huh. I want to throw a speculation here. Ooh. I'm yeah. okay with being wrong. Uh-huh. But... Given what they laid out, like okay, this is an actor we know, we love this Hugh actor. Uh, this is, yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. Yep, that's I'm here that's for what it. I'm thinking. <laughs> that's no, I'm not kidding. I'm not I like kidding. it. And you know why? Because of all those Easter eggs. Exactly, all of the Wolverine Easter eggs. That would be nice. Like, and, and it has to be Hugh Jackman Wolverine. It, it can't be, be a Hugh different Jackman. Wolverine. Like, and because wh- why else would they say it's an actor that everybody loves? And well, knows? y'all might get Hugh Jackman because the pandemic made him stop dancing on stage <laughs> and being. That's true. He's <laughs> so like, he I need a check for my second whole... house. He's hey, still I'm not gonna lie. I did watch it. I did go to see him yeah, we do did. Greatest Show, we which together. was awesome. Um, but he <laughs> was all about like, I'm gonna go rediscover my theater self, and we're like, dude, you're still Wolverine. Nah, you Wolverine. You Wolverine. <laughs> I love the he's theater like, no, stuff. I'm like, yeah, you yeah, are. No, and he's still in great shape. Like, that's he takes facts. Very good. Yeah, yeah. play so Wolverine he until he dies. So he's I would love to but, see that. Yeah. 80-year-old Hugh Jackman. No one else should be playing him. It's going to happen eventually. Wait, how Someone's old is gonna... Hugh Jackman? I still, I mean, he's probably I still 45. want Scott to be the person yeah. who or 55, becomes, maybe. Um, the new Wolverine, or, though. Oh, I'm going to Google that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... He's 53. I think. I mean, oh, we're, wow. Yeah. He's yeah. so young. Know, he's in great shape. The, on the day that this episode will be released, which mm. is Wednesday, um, we will know what is going on in episode five. Um, and so, right. is it Hugh Jackman? Is it Cole Sprouse? Who knows? <laughs> if you don't let the <laughs> get Cole out of here with Cole Sprouse, I feel like <laughs> get out of here with Cole Sprouse. I don't know. I have you a few questions myself. I'm very... I have. I look. No, listen. Oh, Gab's no, got some questions. Oh yeah, okay. um, Rinaldi, I'm going to comment on you, what you. I was going to say much, but, but... Gabby, what were you going to say? Um, even though I made a joke, well, it's tied to my Loki comment, but I, I, I am curious to see how they tie it in with WandaVision and, um, mm. with Loki, like what, what, what's going to be the connection with the other projects mm. that's going to, you know, mm-hmm. happen. Um, yeah. is I wonder my if we'll even get that question, this year. Um, I wonder if we get like what a this year. tie up with all these it's, shows. It's going to tie up. I feel like next year, though. Yeah, it's I feel like be this next year might year. be too soon. Yeah, it's yeah. personally, next year. it's next, this year's already laid out. It's building. Yeah, yeah. wait. Cool. That's what uh, happened the first time. Because the first time we had all those solo movies, and we had to wait for the first event. That's movie. true. That's true. Well, that's our that's our podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Gabby, for joining us. Yeah. Uh, we definitely. Will uh, will inquire your presence uh, going forward on uh, future episodes. 
Um, but what did you guys think of our review and some of the Easter eggs we've mentioned? Uh, feel free to email us at marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Uh, let, us, let us know what you think. Or if you just want to say hi, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. And guess what? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And guess what? You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scenes content. Do that right now. It takes five seconds. The links to all these platforms are in the show notes in the episode below. Uh, Rinaldi, next time we come together, what will we be reviewing? Episode 5 of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, join us as we talk about Episode 5 of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. See if our predictions and questions get answered. And if all the Easter eggs are paid off, will we see Hugh Jackman or will Sharon be the power broker? (laughs) Who knows? Um, But tune in next time. And until then, have a good one. Maybe he doesn't have oomph for you.